Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. I was trying to think about how I try to control my outcome. And one thing I was talking about how I overthink everything. I start adding other things on my to-do list to get me going in kind of the right direction. And then it's like the ADHD me slaps me, you know, slaps a normal me across the face and is like, I got this. Watch this. Look, look over here. And I get so in my own way because sometimes when things, when I'm really focusing on something I want to focus on, I start second guessing myself and that little fear bug gets in there and so my little ADHD self starts bouncing around going look over here butterfly <laughs> so I think it sometimes I don't trust myself with my goals and my desires you know there is a lot to be said for distraction in general but then there's mm-hmm. a lot to be said for intentional like it's almost like oh look there's that exact thing that I should be doing and you're like skirt 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 (laughs) like right like it's right there but we don't reach out and it's funny because I know this isn't our topic and I could say hey Kat what are we talking about today and you're gonna tell me tapas which is our eighth of the yamas and niyamas and it's about discipline and it kind of ties into what we're talking about Mm -hmm. when we're talking about like you know the effort it takes to achieve your goals the effort and commitment it takes Mm -hmm. to drive in a direction that you want your life to head into Mm -hmm. and it's kind of what we're talking about but we're kind of talking about it on the mechanical sort of the how to do it side we haven't really talked about the philosophical side which is maybe where we should start at so we'll just (laughs) we'll just back right up and say okay folks so what you need to know about Kat and Tanya is that right now they're doing this 21 day manifestation challenge and we're really trying to hone in on our goals and we're really trying to set some new goals like for the podcast Mm -hmm. but it just is so interesting that it's tying right into the niyama that we're talking about today Mm -hmm. which is which is tapas and tapas Mm -hmm. is the sanskrit word for commitment or zeal or discipline Mm -hmm. right Absolutely. Uh, The literal definition of tapas is heat. And in this case, the heat that builds up more during periods of determined effort is what we're, you know, kind of, kind of going there. In this Niyama asks us to commit, it asks us to come from a place of love and compassion and specifically for yoga, because it is one of the 10 commandments of yoga. It's Mm -hmm. asking us to maintain a daily practice. It's asking us to live the eight limbs, not just just once in a while, but to apply mm-hmm. them to our life all of the time. Right. And so it, from the from the standpoint of this Niyama, it is specifically asking us to show up every day on this journey <laughs> and not just the days that feel good. And it, that's why it's often considered the least pleasant of the Niyamas because it challenges us to incorporate more self-discipline in our lives by overcoming any obstacles to include ourselves that are stopping us from being our best selves. Yeah. And we do get in our own way. Oh yeah. That's what we started with on the podcast. (laughs) So you weren't jumping into it 
we were just jabbering about how life is complicated and, you know, we maybe have the best intentions for what Mm -hmm. we want to commit to. And like you said, sometimes it's self-doubt. Sometimes it's fear. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's lack of courage. Maybe sometimes it's, I I don't think I'm worthy of this or I'm too weak for this or I don't have time for this. I mean, we come up with all kinds of excuses, right? Mm hmm. Absolutely. Um, You know, one thing that if you wanted to think about some things that you could do as far as self-discipline, you could even set your alarm clock for 10 minutes earlier each day, even if you're not a morning person, just to have time to practice yoga uh, or to go over your schedule for work. You know, there's all kinds of little tiny baby steps that you could do to help with your self-discipline. You may not want to go as crazy as Tanya and I and color code your whole entire closet and, you know, have all of your light to dark clothes, then your short sleeve light to dark, then your then your sleeveless light to dark and your long sleeve light to dark. Are you Might making want... fun of us? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Feel, I feel as if you're, <laughs> you're throwing a dart at me right now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I am looking at myself. <laughs> no, but like to your point, you know, it asks us to take those baby steps. So maybe... Mm-hmm maybe it's setting your alarm every day for five minutes into your lunch break if you're at work to stop doing what you're doing and mindfully take some pranayamic breaths to mindfully practice breathing, close your eyes for five minutes and then get back to eating, right? Because sometimes we just take our lunch break and we just run hell bent into eating, shoving food in our face and getting back to work, right? We're Mm -hmm. so not mindful about taking time to breathe. And so sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just taking time to, like you just said to me a minute ago, you didn't have time to journal five minutes. Mm -hmm. Kat, I challenge you when you're done to journal for 10. That's what you used to tell me. (laughs) Oh, and I will, because that's why I've got it all spread out here. But I did have Zoom meetings starting at eight this morning, and it was just a nonstop fiasco, but I will do it because, you know, I am committing to making writing a little bit more of a priority. I I write all the time anyway, but I haven't been doing fun writing lately. And that comes with discipline completely. Because when I did morning pages every morning and I sat down and had that discipline to do it, it was much easier and I wrote better stuff, you know. But you know, one thing about tapas, it always accompanies any discipline that is willingly and gladly accepted in order to bring about change of some kind, whether it be improved health, a new habit, better concentration, or a different direction in life. Tapas uh, focuses energy, it creates, um, increases your strength and your confidence. And the practice of asanas is a form of tapas for the body and meditation is tapas that purifies and focuses the mind. Yeah. And like you said, it's asking us to show up on the mat Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. in life. Right. And it's asking us to be passionate about it, Mm -hmm. not to be like, oh, yeah, I had to do that again today. (laughs) Like, right. But it's exactly I I got to do that again today. I took Mm -hmm. some time for myself today and I'm Mm -hmm. really joyful about it. But it asks us to be passionate about our relationships, about our job. It asks us Mm -hmm. to be passionate about our yoga practice. And it asks us while we're staying committed that we stay committed no matter what comes our way, good or bad. 
said, mm -hmm. that even if tomorrow isn't a great day, that you still show up the day after that. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I love that you said passion because, you know, the tap in tapas means fire or heat in Sanskrit. Tapas also does involve chasing your passions, those things that light a fire within you. And it encourages you and it strengthens you to not give up. Yeah, I love that. And I think in general, like, and I get that we have fiery personalities. So I get that there's kind of that very fine line for us mm -hmm. between what's a very lovely crackly fire that's inviting to the so not good fire that like destroys things. So I get there's a fine line between it. Mm -hmm. But uh, but to your point is when we commit to something that drives us and that we are, you know, looking forward to and we enjoy the results of, we tend to spread that infectious sort mm -hmm. of enthusiasm to other people. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of the energy that we're getting, the zeal for our yoga practice mm -hmm. is when it starts to sink into us so much that it starts to seep out of us into other people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's nice. It's that be the change. Mm. It's the little quote right behind you. <laughs> Nobody can see me pointing at yeah, it. It's, My cute yeah. little picture. <laughs> it's be the change you wish to see in the world, Gandhi. Yep, yeah, right on. I love it. <laughs> A practice tip for tapas is remember that tapas can go hand in hand with any task, even something as mundane as cleaning the bathroom floor. Whenever we perform our actions with full determination and effort, they're performed with tapas. So through the ardor of tapas, choose to make healthy changes in your life, but focus on only one or two changes at a time. Take small steps that being, can be accomplished successfully and then find replacements for habits that were unproductive. So think about everything you do in your life instead of like you mentioned earlier, oh, I don't want to do that. You know, think about putting the passion into everything that you do. I think I told you that I was making, I bring light with me wherever I go as my intention for the month of January. And I've been saying that all the time and it has made a, the biggest difference in the way I enter a room. I yeah. love that. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like you talk about tapas in general, it's asking us to keep at it, mm -hmm. keep at it, no matter how many times we get knocked down and to look for the Santosha. That was mm -hmm. our yam Niyama from yesterday or from last week is right. to look for the contentment in it mm -hmm. so that we're not the doldrums of, you know, I have to keep at this, but that instead we start to also recognize it as a natural part of us mm -hmm. and that we do it enough with commitment that it becomes less work, right? Mm -hmm. That if we mm -hmm. do it so much that it becomes part of us, then it's no longer work. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and the discipline, the work is very, very different for all of us, even on the yoga mat, because it doesn't necessarily mean if you think discipline, it doesn't mean, okay, I'm going to go to this, you know, we had the winter solstice recently, we're going to all have spring equinox classes. So I'm going to go to this class, I'm going to do 108 sun salutations, I'm going to kick my own butt going to be awesome. It doesn't mean that kind of discipline all the time. Sometimes it may mean giving yourself permission to just be there and to be still and observe your mind and have the discipline to listen to your body. So it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, killing yourself in anything, but sometimes just 
creating a yoga practice for 10 minutes is difficult for some people. So giving, checking in, finding where, where that means, what that means for you on the yoga mat and what it means for you with that inner wisdom, that introspection with meditation. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, and I think to your point, there's an additional piece that we have to do with that. And that is not be attached to the results. So that's kind Mm -hmm. of that fine difference between when we're goal setting versus when we're literally doing the commitment, the tapas part of it Mm -hmm. is to not be attached to a result that we're just doing this for the passion of it. Mm -hmm. The result of it is something different, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, something about uh, something else we might want to think about are taking tapas off the mat. The discipline we learn on the mat is a fantastic lesson to take with us off the mat into our everyday lives. We breathe through challenging situations in the yoga practice, such as a difficult balancing pose. But when we, and when we find the strength to lift up into crow pose, something that maybe when you first started doing yoga, you thought was impossible. So you can watch your own progress and take those lessons with you to help you when things on the mat get more challenging. But also having the courage not to listen to the voices in your head that tell you you're not strong enough, you're not good enough. So you can do the same thing in your life. And you do want to think about also igniting that inner fire. Working with the core strength is a surefire way to tap into that sense of fieriness, that agni, the inner fire. And the core is, you know, where our sacral and our solar plexus chakra is right in there. And our solar plexus chakra is the one that governs our self-confidence, our inner strength, our willpower, our discipline. So if you're wanting to really get into a little bit more with tapas, you can maybe do a practice really focused on that third chakra. Focusing on the core and building, mm-hmm. building that heat, like literal heat, but then mm-hmm. building the heat that's the internal heat that helps drive that mm-hmm. commitment. Mm-hmm. You know, and working through tapas and finding that de- self-discipline, even though it is one of the harder niyamas, it will eventually help you find that peace and freedom. It does because it does begin to settle in you. Mm-hmm. I love that. Perfect. I'm Kat Khan. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at twopittasonapod.